starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin. That's my new plan. Nothing is don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Skyrizi, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizi.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZI to learn more. I didn't know that the roots of wisdom teeth can lengthen and become entangled around the nerves in the lower jaw. My surgery was more complicated and I had to reschedule my family vacation. I had a cyst around my impacted wisdom tooth. I was referred to an OMS to have it removed. I was so worried. I wish I would have taken care of this when I was younger. Some things get better with age. Your wisdom teeth are not one of them. Visit myoms.org to find an OMS near you. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is hour number three of the Sports Hangover. Gus Kattengill here with you at G-Cat underscore one seven. The way to follow on Twitter at ESPN Radio NOLA. The way to follow our question of the day. The brand new general manager for the Cardinals has uh, had his introductory press conference. What he had to say that may or may not apply to your New Orleans Saints. Texans have uh, tweeted yesterday that they have interviewed head coach Sean Payton. They've also interviewed today Broncos defensive coordinator Ejiro Evero, the Rams tight end assistant head coach Thomas Brown as well. Jim Schwartz, likely to be the Browns' new defensive coordinator. They're hiring him. And the Chargers have fired Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks coach Shane Day. So, again, I keep using the word variables or variable or variables because there are several when it comes to the Saints and the decisions they're going to make. As of 2.04 p.m., no staff changes for your New Orleans Saints. Thoughts on that? Again, I've given you some thoughts from... Other people that cover the team, Luke Johnson joined us at 12.15. He expects there to be, just simply because things didn't work out. So he'd be surprised if things were run back like they were. And he thinks they will be at this point this week. Nick Underhill, New Orleans.Football, very in tune with this team. I think we all agree with that. He tweeted three hours ago, I guess I'm not as worked up as everyone else because I'd be shocked if they run everything back as is. If I thought they weren't going to do anything, I'd feel differently. I just don't see how it all remains the same with everyone moving off of their OCs today. Now is the time. So if there are going to be changes, it likely will be this week. But, yeah, I mean, look, I see it. There's some Saints fans out there going, where are my changes? Fire everyone. Pressure wash. Look, I, I think Pete Carmichael as offensive coordinator is an area that everybody is looking at paying attention to. I wonder another situation as well out loud. And I kind of touched on it on Thursday. We spoke about it when Ross Jackson was over at Katie's with us, with Scott Craig and John Forcade. Are they going to come back with a double coordinator, the co-coordinator thing, defensively? Ryan Nielsen on the D-line, Chris Richard as well, secondary D-line coach, but they were co-defensive coordinators. Did that have anything to do with the learning curve that apparently it took? And I understand, again, injuries, Right? You didn't have your starting corners, nickel, and safeties play a game together this year that you wanted at the beginning of the year, that you projected to be. That's unbelievable over 17 games when you think about it. So, yeah, that's going to be an issue. Two new safeties, new system, took a while. Tyron Matthew, we we were ready to worst football player ever moniker to him. Second half of the season, he wound up having his career high in tackles and was getting votes to the Pro Bowl. And all pro was all, so I mean, look, I, I get it. So he played better. 
made interceptions, things that nature. So injuries, and maybe we overstated or over or undervalued the time it would take for a staff that seemed familiar, but were in new roles and in different positions to gel and take on those new roles. Yes, Dennis Allen knows all those players on the team. He's been a defensive coordinator for years. But it's different roles now. But that's what I'm wondering, too. Does that get changed? Do do you see the team go back to Dennis Allen saying, I'm going to be the defensive coordinator? Does he say, Ryan Nielsen, you're the defensive coordinator? Does he say, Chris Richard, you're the defensive coordinator? Do both of them take other jobs elsewhere? Do one of the two take jobs? That's to me just as important as get a new offensive coordinator in here. I, I hear you. Look, believe me, that is a, that is a vacant neon sign, right? Just, I hear you. That also has variables. Who's the quarterback? What do you bring? I mean, do you bring back Andy? Do you draft one? Some of that variable comes off of what does Sean Payton do? It's why I brought up starting this hour here, the Chargers firing Lombardi and the quarterback's coach, Shane Brady, Shane Day. If you're firing them, you're not firing Brandon Staley. If you were firing Brandon Staley, I would say the Chargers would be in the Sean Payton sweepstakes. This is clearly not the case. The other variable off of that variable if you were looking to make a move at offensive coordinator, you're now going to be in competition for that position. And they have a guy named Justin Herbert, who's really good. Young, talented, in need of a coordinator that can coach with them, be creative on the offensive side. The Saints are selling, hey, come be our offensive coordinator. Couldn't tell you who the quarterback is yet. Gave you the plan. Just don't know yet. It's going to be hard, right? Like, I'm just telling you, if you're that person, if you're an up-and-coming, if you're a former head coach but offensive-minded, looking to get back into the game, be a head coach moving forward like Dan Quinn, everybody's just raving about him. As a defensive coordinator with the Cowboys, mind you, Sean Payton beat him and so many people did it. He got fired by Falcons. But still, everyone thinks he's going to be head coach again. So, okay, so if you're a former head coach, offensive-minded guy, I'm just telling you, what are the Saints? You got a tough sell. You got a tough sell. So it's something to keep in mind. Again, variables everywhere. What one team may do or may not does affect you. What Sean Payton does does affect you. He said yesterday on the Colin Coward show, again, every Monday, I've been saying this whole season, he has a, he has a, a set guest appearance. His agent's done marvelous work for him, by the way. Every Monday, he's telling everybody what he would do and how he would do it better. It's great. But he was asked about the coaching moves and the possible possibilities and all the vacancies, but he specifically said that he thought that or he thinks the Saints compensation will be a mid to late first round pick when it comes to the first round. The Cardinals have the third pick overall. Remember last week we were talking about it. Does that mean you're gonna get it? Jimmy, I'm gonna get to you in a quick second here. But the GM today, Monty Ossenfort, he was talking about the team and things of that nature. The owner, Brian Bildwell, said, we will have a head coach in the next couple of days. So I have an idea of where they're going there. Now, he was the former director of player personnel for the Tennessee Titans. He's 44 years old. And then he was with the Patriots for 15 years before that. And I'm just I'm wondering, look, there's a relationship with Bill Belichick and Sean Payton. And, and maybe the Patriots organization, whether it's through trades, remember they practiced together, uh, one year before a preseason game. I just don't know. I don't know if he knows who Monty Austin Ford is. I'm assuming he does. He's the director of player personnel for the Titans and was with the Patriots for 15 years. Is that still a place though? Remember, they have the number three pick, but Sean Payton says mid to late. That takes the third out. 
I mean, that's the man himself that's going to be hired in, and he's also part of the negotiations. He's not going to go to a team that he wants the third pick overall. He wants the second pick overall for the Texans, but that does leave in play number 12. And with the Broncos, it's about the Niners and it's about where they go. It could be, you know, if they go to the Super Bowl and win it, it's number 32. So it's a late first round. But it sort of does seem more and more to me like it's the Texans and the Broncos. I know, just my gut feeling. Jimmy, thanks for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. How are you? Hello, Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy? All right, buddy, I guess see if Jimmy is still on the phone and we'll come back back to him here as well. 800-998-1003 is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. As we'll see if uh, Jimmy's back on there. Jimmy, you're with us? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you now. What's up, buddy? Hey, real quick, uh, putting the spotlight on the Tulane basketball game tonight. They won five in a row, but they're playing the number one team in the nation tonight at Fogelman. You know, I look, of course, you know, that's a great place to be at when it's packed out. I heard the game sold out because it's not that big. What were the chances of them maybe moving this game to, say, UNO or maybe the Smoothie King Center to accommodate more fans, or would that not have made sense? You know, because you got that intimate setting tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like I said, and another question to you, Gus, I know you know the history of Tulane uh, athletics pretty well. Uh, when was the last time Tulane hosted a number one overall team rank? 2008. 2008 against did they win that? No, they didn't. They had uh, Derek Rose. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Just checking. Okay, buddy. Well, good luck tonight to uh, <laughs> Tulane in that uh, number yeah. one game. That's yeah, man, awesome. I, I hear you with the whole – that's something that maybe you plan in the future. Like if you're playing – a North Carolina or another team like that that you maybe want to move it to the Smoothie King Center. But I think the fact that Corey Glor said when we spoke to him back in hour number two of getting that place sold out for the first time in years, you want that. You want the 4,000 right on top of the court. It's going to sound a lot louder. Um, 4,000 at the Smoothie King Center is not going to have an impact on Houston. 4,000. At Fogelman and Devlin Fieldhouse, absolutely will will have an impact. It, it will. It, it it's loud, and they're right on top of it. You'll hear the stomping on the stands. It's echoey. It's it absolutely. It's a lot more intimate. So, yeah, that's probably why they they go that route for sure. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Our question of the day is simple: Do you think the NFL product is good or bad this season? Like, watching the Saints game, watching Monday night, watching Thursday, watching Sunday night, have you found yourself more, this is good stuff, or, man, this is not good? And we've touched on injuries, lack of tackling. I've brought up, I don't think the coaching is as good as it has been in the past. I don't think the player level at certain positions is as good. Some of the skill positions... Absolutely. I think quarterback play is not nearly as good, and I don't think the coaches is not nearly as good. The ones that are good stand out. Stand out. But I'm talking about overall. I think there's a huge lean to analytics or hoping that somebody can draw on a dry eraser board some good schematics and have a theory of offensive theory. They're going to be good coaches. Being a head coach is different than being a coordinator. Being a coordinator is different than being a position coach. Being able to call things in real time is different than a simulation. I mean, Mike McDaniels, there were some mistakes being made, right? First-time coach, play calling, different than being in the booth and doing it and giving the time. You have to do it on the field. It's different. Can you grow on the job in some instances? Sure. It depends what your organization is, right? The Chargers right now going, we have a superstar quarterback we need now, right now. When we're looking at the Saints, as we take the break and continue this discussion, that's what we're talking about. Development of a future quarterback. Development of an offensive system. You're going to be able to come in and do whatever it is that you're going to do here, right? If the Saints make the move, they have yet to make a move. But that's a different, maybe, coach that I'm looking for than a Drew Brees three years into a Saints tenure. 
Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3- and 2-stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back to the show. Give us a buzz on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Don't forget that Tulane Houston game on ESPN+. Plus. You can listen to Corey Glore, of course, um, via the radio and the app. And if you'd like to check them out um, on TV, it'll be fun on over on ESPN Plus here as well. So uh, looking forward to that game. Looking forward to seeing what the Wave can do. Six o'clock is the tip time. Again, number one Houston there as well. 800-998-1003. Alan, thank you for giving us a call here in the sports hangover. How are you today, man? Good, uh, Gus. I think you had a slip of the tongue. I think you said uh, Joe Brady was fired by the charges. I think you meant, obviously meant Joe yeah. Lombardi. Well, Joe Lombardi, right. I wrote, you yeah. know what, dude, I even wrote, uh, no, I wrote Joe Brady. He's another interesting, because he's the quarterback coach of the yeah. uh, Buffalo Bills. Right, and so, that's somebody that I, I thought that could maybe be a, a look-see over here um, for a reason or two, but I, I, I don't know. I I haven't made any moves just yet over here, but yes, yes, it's Joe Lombardi. Well, you know, if you're talking about the Cardinals, you know, say if say if Peyton goes to the Cardinals and they have the number three pick and they don't they don't want to give it up, well, then I would tell them, okay, give us your number two this year, and next year we want your number one because you know when you're when you're uh, trading number ones like like we did with the Eagles, you know, we had to give them this year's number one plus quite a bit. So to me, it's no different. You know, we should we should play the same game that they play when they're trading draft choices on draft day. I definitely think there's a, it, it's an interesting thing about Alan how how much power I guess per se does um, Mickey Loomis have, you know, and, and even in the leverage sweepstakes tour, which is why I I do find it strategic. That Sean Payton came out yesterday and he could have said, Hey, look, that's between the clubs. And they, he told you what he, <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he set the bar. I mean, which is inc- I've never seen anything like this, right? Look, uh, people want me. You're going to owe them that. So I don't know if that's, hey, a mutual understanding between the three parties, the Saints, whatever team he's interviewing with and him. Uh, again, I go back to a couple of Sundays ago. When, you know, the first report came out that it was the Broncos looking to interview him, 
And Ian Rappaport said the Broncos understand that it starts with the first round pick. So I think it's an understood that it's at least a one. And then the other stuff, I guess, gets negotiated in there. But the reason I bring this up, Alan, is because I find it very interesting that this man's on national TV going, yep, it's a mid to late. He just said it. He just said it. Like, he set the bar. So Mickey can call and be like, well, that's what it goes. But it also means that he's absolutely going to be involved in how much more compensation the Saints are going to get or less, right? Well, I mean, you know, to me, we have we we have most of the cards. I mean, if he wants to coach somewhere else, I mean, you know, he's, he's got a contract with us. So, I mean, we don't – no more this Mr. Nice Guy. And you know what? Mickey Loomis, I, I want, one thing I want to need to get off my chest, this business about being aggressive with the draft, no – it's one thing to be aggressive and one thing to be stupid because every time they've traded up in the draft and given away assets in the in the future, it's never worked out. Marcus Davenport, Mark Ingram, you know, there was some, uh, Brandon Cooks, you know. I mean, when are they going to learn their lesson? And I hope Jeff Ireland is the adult in the room this time. Oh, oh man, you just gave me indigestion based off of the peanut butter. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, this one no, thing, you're you know, right, this business about being aggressive. No, you know, it's either you being aggressive or you being stupid. And to I, I me, they've think, been stupid. And, I think a lot you know. of it, Alan, was, and I used this phrase last week, time and place, right? They believe they're in a championship window. They went all in. They went all in on how they signed players, how they restructured or structured current deals and extensions they went all in on draft picks trying to get as much as they could for that point and worrying about the future later the problem is now is the future which is why i've been saying last week i'm like get your house in order do what you need to if it's taste them as your starter whatever but i am not of the hey we're this close so let's go spend 175 on Derek Carr. Let's trade draft picks for Jimmy G and hope he's healthy. And I, I just, that's not me because you're eventually going to have to get some stuff in order and get your draft picks and, and then boom. Cause again, Alan, worst case, you're a three to five win team next year. It stinks. I get it as Saints fans. I do. You pay for your season tickets. I understand it, but you will draft. In the top five, and you can maybe get a franchise quarterback under a rookie deal, and you've you know as a season ticket holder line. for the last twenty years, I feel yeah. like I'm a I'm a uh, we call it, like I own stock in the team. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you know, people should should think what you know have some empathy for what the fans are feeling. Okay. You know, I mean, so so let's say let's say I came to you and I presented that plan. I was thinking about maybe that plan. What I just said. Look, we we may stink this year, but I can get your house in order. Um, we may be able to get a franchise quarterback next year and let me build our line this year. Let me use whatever draft capital and whatever cash I got and we're going to invest in the O line. We're going to invest in the D line. We'll, we'll go with Taysom. He's already under contract for seven mil. You're our quarterback. Hey, it's a weak division. We may still be in the ballpark for a division championship in the NFC South. Make the playoffs seven, eight, nine wins like the teams did this year. At worst, we're a three, five win team and we're drafting in the top five. If I presented that uh, to you. I would you, go for that because we can't keep kicking the can down the right. road. I mean, we've done that for too long, you know. I hear you, man. I mean, that's me, but you know, I'm listening to Mickey saying we're, we're not blowing it up. I didn't say blow it up. I just, you know, I just, I, I would be smart when it comes to certain moves, if that makes sense. Well, they spent a lot of number ones on both lines, and look look where we're at, you know. So you're I mean, right. <laughs> no, Alan, you're right, and that's the thing. It's like it, it stinks because you can't say they didn't try, you know. But at the same time, like you knew Marcus Davenport is a project, and again, I go time and place. I think they looked at it as our our ends are set right now. Cam still got another five six years. Um, you know, look, if, if Davenport can eventually progress into that guy, he's got time to learn. Like, they didn't need an immediate impact. And I think they thought with Peyton Turner that he was going to be that. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and he was a healthy scratch. So I don't know what the issue is there, but that that's shocking to me. He was a healthy scratch against the Panthers in a game that did not mean anything. 
And if there's a player who hasn't played because of injury and could use the reps for you to bench him and not dress him, that is a disaster of a pick. Well, you know, because they've talked in the past, they, they thought they could kick him inside if they had to. Well, they didn't even get a chance to they try him that. In. That's what know? I'm saying. It doesn't matter. I mean, what, what does it matter if you lose to, to that team? I mean, I, I just, it doesn't, I, that, that's crazy to me. Like, that should never happen. Like, I, I still would have to hear an explanation. Why, how, why would you not dress a first round pick? I don't know. All these players have the same same agents as uh, Brandon Ingram and Michael Thomas. I mean, oh, they, no. you know, it's, it's, oh man. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Alan. Take care. All right. Bye. Wonder how that poll question would go. Who, who gives Who gives local fans more anxiety, Brandon Ingram or Michael? Th- I think it's Michael Thomas. I do. Fair or not fair, justified or not justified. I mean, I most polarizing player that I can think of recently. At least if Brandon Cooks was he he did it to himself. Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> no, they get dealt. <laughs> See ya. Clearly wasn't a Saints problem or Patriots problem or Rams problem, like Texans problem. Like, nobody I mean, you can't stick anywhere. Look, the he, the thing about the draft is it is a crapshoot. It's chance. You hope you project. That's why scouting matters. Um, and that's why I do think, man, look, I don't want to say you can't be successful if you don't go to certain schools or play in a certain conference, all those things. But there's a lot of times where you just don't overthink things. Right? You just don't overthink things. Like, I think we could all agree, and I know Raphael's gonna have a heart attack. He's gonna have a coronary when I hear him. But, I would say, weekend in and weekend out, for the most part, we could all say, your eyeballs tell you, man, th- there are some next level talent on SEC games. On certain schools and other conferences. There- there's some next level talent. Like, history will show you and proof At Ohio State, like if someone walked in the room to me and I'm with the Saints, I'm like, hey, we got this receiver at Ohio State. Awesome. Chances are he's going to be really good. They got a DB at Ohio State. Great. Draft him. Like chances are he's going to be good. Right? I mean, you can see. I mean, there's certain schools that are just their factories for the NFL. I mean, they just are. And, And that's the interesting thing when it comes to projecting a quarterback. There's so many schools that run that open, you know, offense that it's just, it's hard. And that's why I look at things that are transferable, which is why we had that lively discussion with Scott and, and John about Jaden Daniels and, and other quarterbacks that you like and stuff. I, I need coachability. Do I see improvement every week? Do I see a guy that can handle things that are going to be the norm that fans don't think about? That I think it is the norm. And again, I go back to Coward's show and he was talking about with Joe Burrow and he had a conversation with Joe and he's like, dude, the the chances that your line picks up the blitz all the time is never. It's never. You're never going to have a game where everybody blitzes, I mean, picks up the blitzes. The, the, the line just knows what they're doing. The receiver runs around. Like, what can you do when it happens? That's what separates you. Like, that's the stuff that I would look at as a scout. What's transferable? When the bleep hits the fan. When you don't have starters on the line. When your top receiver is missing. When the opening kickoff is fumbled and you're down 7-14 nothing before a blink of an eye. Do you bleep the bed? Or do you fall? Do you remain calm? 100,000 screaming folks. Bama just scored. Uh Uh-oh. How do you handle it? I mean, those things are transferable to me. It's harder for me in in an era of football right now where it's just, wee! I mean, it's flag football a lot of times in these colleges. Because unless you have NFL-level talent, 
it's darn near impossible to get sacks. The ball's out of the hands too quickly. They're spread out too much. It's going to be a gain of five or six. Like, you're just hoping to hold them to field goals or stuff like that. It just is. So, quarterbacks look better because of the stats and, and the lines. Or, you know, that's why a lot of times I think Ohio State quarterbacks are tough to evaluate or have success at the next level because they have insane receivers and running backs and linemen against teams that don't have seven of them. So when they play your Iowa stage or something, it just, they get smoked. It's better value. That's why, to me, C.J. Stroud really stood out against Georgia. Georgia's got solid football players on both sides of the ball, and he looked incredible. Looked incredible. So, it's just hard to see. We'll continue our discussion when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. The new year is here. Time for a change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand IT field with My Computer Career. In just months, already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. If you'd like to chime into the conversation here as well. A couple other headlines in and around the world of sports. Mostly provided um, essentially in the NFL. Lots of NFL news that we've been talking about here as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts says that he feels he's got a bounty on him every single week trying to knock him out of the game. It's a different team, right? With or without him. Interesting. The owner of the Bengals says he wants to keep Joe Burrow for a very long haul. Yeah, No kidding. No kidding. What is his contract going to be? Yeesh. We've been chatting about Houston and Tulane, number one in all the land of Cougars. 17 and one, taking on Tulane, 12 and five. That is a six o'clock, uh, central start. We talked with Corey Glore, voice of the Green Wave earlier today about that game. Rebounding is going to be key. They're the number one defense as well in the country, Houston. That's why they're number one defensively. So keep an eye on that. He will have that call on Tulane radio at six o'clock at ESPN plus is carrying it. So it's not on. ESPN or anything, and that's ESPN Plus if you want to go check that out. Uh, Pelicans are back home for a game tomorrow, not tonight. They lost by 10 yesterday, 113-103. Uh, I'll take your, your thoughts on what Christian Clark wrote yesterday, the advocate in the Picayune on Brandon Ingram, just that um, it, there's frustration. There's frustration that um, essentially he'll play when he when he feels 100%. And it's one of those injuries where 
It's up to the player to decide how he feels on his toe and how he can get going. Hopefully he will be back before the All-Star break. It'd be nice. Team sort of needs him. Yesterday just ran out of gas. Head coach Willie Green saying that after the game as the team battled hard and it stunk. You you let after one, you let after two, you let after three quarters, and then they start on an 11-0 run in the fourth, and you could not buy a bucket, and you could just see it. Legs. Um, Dyson Daniels, so many other things that really stood out during that game. He had four steals in that game. He played really well. Four steals, I think, that came in the first half, by the way. Um, So he's providing a lot of defense for you. Only four points in the offensive end, but four assists, four steals. And three rebounds. Najee 14. Trey had 17. Knocked down three more threes. That's a good sign. He's shooting the ball a bit better. CJ's slow start then really picked it up after that first quarter. He had 22, uh, 25. Valanchunas 22 and 13. Another double double for him. I believe it was what the 22nd, uh, um, for the season. So he's continuing to just play really, really well. Look, the team shot 50% on the floor. Timing. That 10 threes to their nine. They shot 48% timing. Now they had 33 free throw attempts to your 22. 26 makes to your 17. That's a difference right there. 800-998-1003. Uncle Earl, thank you, sir, for giving us a call. How are you today? Goose, happy Monday, baby. How happy Monday, doing? man. Uh, hey, Tuesday. Hey, Goose, happy, bir- <laughs> happy birthday, Goose. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, hey Goose, did you see? I, I just had something going on the phone about, and I'm sure you might have, and I apologize. Said something uh, with the Pelicans, maybe looking at a trade with the uh, the Raptors. Did you see that? No, where'd you see that at? Who had that? Oh, uh, oh, let me let me look for it. I'm sorry. Hold, let me uh, let me get out of this. Um, it was on Fox Eight. The, the Pelicans are one of the teams that are registered interest in Toronto Raptors players. I oh, got you. Uh, I did see. I did see a. It's reporter or something. I think it was mentioned in a podcast. It might have been Brian Windhorse, maybe that it, it. Fred Van Fleet is one of the Raptor players as well that could be moved at the trade deadline. Um, and there's another player too that they, they could be looking Anubo, at here. Anubo, yes, Anubo and Gary Trent Jr. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I don't know. It's something that just in uh uh. Hey, hey, Goose, we, I saw the game, man, and I think we ran out of, we gotta get healthy, man, and yep. I'm just, and I know I brought this up before, uh, as, as this keeps going on, Goose, what do we do with Ingram, man? Is this, is, are they keeping this close to the vest to where, like, this guy might have to go on IR, for, he might be, miss the rest of the season. Do we need to make a trade? I mean, what, is this, Apparently, there's something a lot bigger than what. Just, I, I don't know. I don't have any answers to this. I don't and, know. Um, you know I, I don't I, know, man. Just to pop this up, because I just looked at it uh, along the lines of what you're talking about there, Sham Sharania on the Pelicans, quote, if they want to go and get serious with an OG Anubo, uh, Anobi, yep. or a Pascal Siakam, they have all the picks in the world to do so. So there you go. Schmidt Dua quote tweeted that saying are the, similar. Are those good players, Goose, like good shooting guards or something? Yeah, well, they, not, they, would, they would help in certain areas for sure. Um, look, similar to Fox and CJ Buzz last year, Schmidt says, it was very evident that the two targets materializing right now are Bojan Bogdanovich, it's another player as well to keep an eye on, and then um, an OG. So Pels, he says, are in a good spot where they can acquire said pieces but also don't need to chase Deals. I, I think what I said two weeks ago applies to now. And if you heard my conversation with Ali, he agreed with me. At the time, it was like, look, you saw Jackson playing better, Graham doing. But I, I think when you get closer to the trade deadline, I think mm. the answer is going to be obvious. You know, do, do you go internally? Do you go with, you know, a, a Billy uh, or a Kyra to replace some of those minutes if, if the, those two guys are struggling and not giving you anything? Or do you make those trades? Because I, I think the problem with the trade thing is this. What exactly do I need? And it's hard right. for me to give you that answer because I haven't had my starting five. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, like, yeah. uh, for me to say, well, I need somebody better than Jackson, so I'm going to go trade some players. Well, hopefully Jackson Hayes isn't playing 20 minutes because Brandon Ingram and Zion are healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
you know, Najee and, and, um, and Trey Murphy are going to be coming off the bench and giving you those, the, the role minutes. You know what I'm getting at? They're not going to be your starter. So I, I, I gotta, I, I have to see what exactly is it that I need. I mean, is Herb going to the bench and I'm replacing Herb with a defender offensive hey, player? Hey, Goose, so I don't know. Hey, hey Goose, is, is, is Herb a little off this year or is, am he, I off base? No, you're not off base. He, it, it, I think it's a combination of things, right? So he's been injured way more often than he has last year. Yep. I think from the get go, it, it, it's been almost like a snowball effect. He's been officiated questionably. I guess is the best way to put it. He is being called for fouls that sometimes aren't fouls. And if they are fouls, they're very ticky. Like, you wouldn't expect those fouls to be called for somebody that's known for defense. Like, if you're just, you're flying, like, Jackson Hayes is going to be called for fouls left and right because that guy looks like he's flailing half the play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. Uh, Herb Jones can block three-point shot attempts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Herb Jones has he's shown defense. the Yes, exactly. He's, he's shown defense first, Josh. Dude, I would argue Dyson Daniels is getting called for less fouls than Herb Jones this year. Wow. So I, I don't hey, know hey, if his game is off or not. I, I don't watch enough film. Yeah. That that's something that maybe I'll ask Antonio Daniels tomorrow at dinner. I might bother he, bother he's him. Deep, he's defense first. And hey, hey, Goose, before I go, and I know this is only like bookies dot com this from Who That Nation. And I've seen this a couple of times. And you know when we thought the Saints weren't going to do anything, Goose, and you know where we hurt that quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Lamar's not happening. I know he has that 250 whatever. Is there a 1% chance that the Saints could actually make that happen? And I don't want to be retarded about it or whatnot, but you know before they kind of did things and be like, and Lamar's not happy. Is there any kind of chance that we could we could make that happen? Any chance. I mean, look, there's always a chance because they went for Deshaun Watson. Right. So if, if, if you're willing to give up that many draft picks and know you're going to spend that much money, I'm never now ever going to say that they wouldn't consider it. Right. I, I, I'd have trouble doing the show the next day. Is he a franchise quarterback in your eyes, but with the course, injury? Well, here's the thing. What, and I thought about this too, um, with all the chatter about what you do with him or not. I've said for seasons, my thing with Lamar Jackson is his biggest asset and his biggest difference making abilities is legs. And, and look, yeah. it's the same thing like with Michael Vick, which made him dangerous. Like when you know you're playing him, you're oh, going, yeah. uh oh. Like you're going, uh oh. That yeah. said, one hit, you're done. I mean, look, you look at the Eagles. They've developed a perfect offense for Jalen Hurts. He throws 12 to 15 balls a game. Once or twice, it's deep. Everything else is short, quick out of his hands. But he runs the RPO, a lot of option, handing mm. off. They will run you to death. They'll run you over. But if he gets hurt, that is a different team. Now, you can say it about anybody. If Herbert gets hurt, if Mahomes got hurt, if Allen. Yeah. So that's true and that's applicable, but their style of play Maybe isn't as much, or is it? Josh Allen scrambles and runs a lot, but he's bigger. And some of the runs aren't exactly just for him, you know, to try to do something. Like he will still fling the ball everywhere. So you have to, you have to fear the pass first. That makes sense? With Mahomes and Josh before running. With Lamar, I think you don't, but I think it's an interesting thing. So, and again, this is metaphorically, but yesterday before he was asking for money, you love his maneuverability and the fact that he can kill you with his legs. But now when you're asking for 240, 250, it, it's a liability. It's interesting how that works though, isn't it? Because that uh, is what makes uh, him exciting. So to answer hey, your hey, question, yes and no, right? He is yeah, a franchise hey, hey, quarterback hey, because he can win you games. He is one of the yeah. best athletes on the field. So yes, he's a franchise quarterback because you can build around him. You can win with him. Yes. Is there reason for concern because of his play or how he is that good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, but that's, that's the, you know, that's the balance. I mean, he, his style and how he is can win you games. His style Goose, and how he is can life, also get him hurt. For the life of me, Goose, real quick, the, the quarterback for, uh, 
49 is Purdy or whatever. Yeah. And this guy was on a bench, and he's doing all this. Dude, he was the last pick of the draft. Right, but, but good. <laughs> what, what I'm baffled about is if this guy was this good and he was doing this in practice, how the hell he was on the bench? Jimmy G's not better than this guy, right? Oh. I mean, he's throwing for 300. I mean, this guy looks like Joe Montana. <laughs> I know. Like, how do you... Dude, let me tell uh, you something. Is, Goose, <laughs> San Francisco didn't see this when he was when in the, in the spring. And how can they not see this and that this guy's doing this? I, dude, <laughs> was it a, that is a him? fantastic question. He's a gamer. <laughs> Maybe he's a gamer. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Uncle Earl. Because at practice, he didn't get the reps. Because if you're a third yeah. or fourth stringer, you know, I, I've seen it years, right? In training camp, when there's team drills, the third or fourth string quarterback gets two snaps. One's a handoff, and luckily, hopefully, the center doesn't yeah. throw you a worm burner. So there's no chance to see if he can play or not. And if he plays in the preseason, it's the fourth quarter against other bums. And, you know, he's got no line, no receivers. Now you're putting him in with the first string with a game plan. Now you see what he can do. Chance. Happy birthday, Goose. You're the best, baby. Thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call. And thank you for the well wishes. We will put a bow on the show next on ESPN New Orleans. Do you want a free Easy Go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle and get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Oh, big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 800-998-1003 is the upper cervical Family Chiropractic Health Center. Don't forget Lakeview Massage and Therapy as well. Thanks, Eileen, and then, um, and Dr. Joshua Letts. Best way to start your birthday is a massage at 9 a.m., especially after you drop off the kids. Great. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for all the well wishes as well for today. And again, tomorrow, we'll focus a little bit more on the Pels as they will take on the heat and then get back on the road for two. Then come back home for a little bit. And look, the rest of that schedule is going to be interesting. And that I'm still thinking, I remember it was three weeks to get the evaluation for Zion when you were going to get injured or when you were going to see if, if he was able to go. And I think we're approaching that here soon. I want to say maybe next Wednesday. It was Wednesdays, right? Because it, it was the Houston game. And that, that was the first game in which you were going to play without Zion. And it, you know, came out that it was going to be three weeks to be evaluated and where it would be. So let's see. Houston was the 4th of January. So the 11th was week one. Tomorrow's two weeks. The 25th, the following Wednesday. So next Wednesday will be week three if I'm counting correctly, where he's evaluated. And the NBA All-Star breaks the weekend of the 18th and 19th, right? So 
if week three is the 25th a month with February 1st or week four that Wednesday, that still gives you, if he comes back, say that February, I, I would love him back Saturday, February 4th. That That's my goosey, unofficial daydream he's back. Because you got to get it reevaluated, re- healed, everything's good, and then it's going to be conditioning a day or two, maybe even more. But why why do I want him back February 4th? Well, February 4th is your final homestand before the All-Star break. He would come back with six to play before the break. Those four games at home, Lakers, Saturday, February 4th. The very next day, Sacramento. That is now the team that you're fighting off with Dallas for the third and fourth spot. Then it's Atlanta on Tuesday, February 7th. Friday the 10th, it's Cleveland. Then you're on the road for two at OKC, Monday the 13th, and Wednesday the 15th, you're at L.A. for the All-Star break after that. So you're going to face the Lakers twice in those final six games. Sacramento, a team that is right there with you. You may be looking up. I don't know. Cleveland, you just saw yesterday and played. They're pretty good. And OKC can, you know, can play. But I would love to have them for that four-game homestand. Because those are some tough teams. But it'd be a great way to go into the All-Star break, maybe get some momentum, win some of those games there at home. Those games will be sold out, man. It just, it'd be great. I'd love to have Brandon Ingram back by that game. So how far away is that? Game-wise, tomorrow's Miami, Orlando, Miami. That's on the road after tomorrow. Then you host Denver, Minnesota, Washington, at Milwaukee, at Denver, at Dallas. Nine games. So we got nine games until that February 4th start of a four-game homestand. Can you get Brandon Ingram and Zion back for that four-game homestand? I'd like them back sooner, of course. I'd love Brandon Ingram back next week, tomorrow, Friday, Sunday, next Tuesday or Wednesday or Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> Let's get back. Because it's tough. You're watching these games, man, and the Pels can be winning it. Just need one more player. One more consistent top line level player. It just stinks. Just the timing of that hamstring injury, man, just it just stinks. Zion was playing so well. But that's that's what I would love to have him back. Right? Wednesday the first, that's four weeks. So if that hammy's good to go, how about Saturday, February fourth against the Lakers? about that. Uh, thanks for tuning us in. Thanks for the well wishes. Matt Moscone after further review is next on the Sports Hangover. You've been listening on ESPN New Orleans. Yeah.